Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tuesday, January the 9th, 2024. I'm Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Got a great show for you today. The Dean is here. Mark Porter is here. There is a lot of positivity to discuss. Not necessarily that happened in Texas, but I digress. First, I must tell you about one of our tremendous sponsors for the show today, and that is Omaha Steaks. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end of season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use the code BUCKNUTS at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your off your order. Excuse me. Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal from Omaha Steaks. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, everybody is guaranteed perfect for a limited time. Get 50% off site-wide, plus you'll get an extra $30 off when you use the promo code BUCKNUTS at checkout. Start the new year off with the bang of big savings. From perfectly aged steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and once again, 50% off site-wide, plus use the code BUCKNUTS for additional savings. Who doesn't like steaks? All right, we welcome in the Dean and Mark Porter. Gentlemen, last night was the national championship, and I think we need to give that game its just due. Congratulations. Let's move on. All right, Bill. There's been some developments on the transfer portal. Um, 
Keith Bibbs, not happy with the fact that I started the show a couple minutes late. He's obviously extremely busy, about to get banned. But anyway, um, Quinshawn Judkins. I don't know if this was clever timing that Ohio State was trying to <coughs> ease some of the tension that comes with seeing Michigan win the national championship by adding arguably the number one player, but definitely the number one running back in the transfer portal, Quinshawn Judkins. I'm shocked uh, from stem to stern here. When we first started talking about him, it was one of those things where I can't let myself get this excited about uh, some guy like this. Everyone's going to Ole Miss. Why would a guy leave Ole Miss? Next thing you know, Bill, the Alabama native made a visit to Ohio State and is staying. Good gracious. This was a big-time pickup. You've been all over it. Take us inside the addition of Quinshawn Quinshon Judkins. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, he, um, it was interesting. On Sunday morning, I had a, uh, a text from someone, and they said that uh, uh, looks like Quinshawn Judkins may be visiting Ohio State today. So I kind of worked on that throughout the day, and um, later in the day found out, uh, confirmed that uh, indeed he had made take an official visit to Ohio State. And, um, you know, he, of course, and I, and I posted that on the front row and everything, and of course uh, people wondered, does this mean Travion Henderson is gone? And um, from everything I was told is not necessarily, that uh, it is very possible would be very possible that both of them could play in the same backfield, a one-two punch. Um, and that is really kind of the way things have been going in the NFL. You know, how many teams have one single back that they feature all the time? It's kind of uh, uh, going to more of a committee type thing. And if you've got those two guys in the same backfield at Ohio State, you've got quite a committee. Um uh, Juckins was all SEC this past season. He was freshman of the year two seasons ago. He has, I think, over 2,700 yards and I believe 31 touchdowns in two years. And we all know how good Travion Henderson is. So we'll see what happens with Travion. But uh, at the very least, Ohio State has secured for themselves a big-time running back that they can absolutely count on. And I think they had one in Travion Henderson, and they got a, what I think is a very good one in Dalen Hayden, Dallin Hayden. So I look at the four guys that Ohio State has in the transfer right now, and I would just simply say Brian Day and the staff are killing it. Will Howard, Junkins, a tight end that's underrated in uh, Will Kasmerick, and then uh, Seth McLaughlin, who I love as an addition to the offensive line. I believe Trayvon Henderson will be back. I don't think that's a concern right now. Right now, um, I think the, the plan is to have Judkins and Trayvon Henderson as the running backs. I do not know about Dallin Hayden. Um, I can't get, I, I actually have not heard anything about Dallin Hayden. One would think um, if he has a ton of interest elsewhere, he'll take advantage of it. Um, and then you've got James Peoples as well. But I think as of right now, they're very confident in the, uh, two-headed monster of Judkins and Henderson. And, Mark, you can tell me I'm wrong, but I don't even know if it's possible another team has a running back combination that good. Yeah, he, he's a good – he's like a 
perfect hybrid of what we lost. If you're losing Mayan Williams and uh, the Tranium, he's kind of like that guy meshed in the one with maybe a little more juice. And he's got the, the experience. I mean, he ran the ball a lot last year. Um, I like the 210 pounds. I like the between the tackle thumper aspect of him. Uh, that isn't necessarily Travion Henderson's ballpark, but he, he does really well hitting those gaps pretty hard because he gets through there so quick. But you do have that, that thunder-lightning combination, that two-back punch that Bill was talking about. But he, he's a nice, well-rounded back. He could be your every-down back if Travion Henderson wasn't here. I mean, he almost looks like a little bit of an Emmett Smith at times, just, you know, compact, uh, not a lot of wasted movement, you know, always going forward. Um, there were a lot of things where he, he eats up the yardage pretty quick. I don't, I don't want to say he's a burner. It didn't look like he was one of those guys that like Henderson, but he, he is uh, a downhill get between the tackles guy. He's almost a prototype NFL back right now. Um, yes, the NFL would love guys with sprinter speed like um, Trey, but they want the guys who can get those hard yards and still have enough explosiveness to make plays. So there are times when you get a transfer and you look at the quality of competition and you're like, go watch him run against Georgia. Go watch him run against everybody. By the way, Ole Miss has some gorgeous uniforms, by the way. Those powder blues are so sweet. And when I was doing the research, Ole Miss is basically Oregon East, I noticed. They wear a ton of different unis. But anyway, um, I, I can't get over how – how uh, I can't get over it because I was – when I saw Judkins first play this year, my first thought was – not for the Buckeyes, but for the Cowboys. Like, okay, in a year, this will be guy on the radar. You know what I mean? You don't think that guy's coming. He, he tied Herschel Walker's touchdown records. And like I said yesterday, if you want to see something impressive, Google Herschel Walker. Um, all right, Bill, what else is going on in the transfer portal? Do you think they're done? Um, I know what everyone's next question is going to be, and that is offensive line. Do you think they're going to go after a big-time offensive lineman, or is this pretty much what they got? Well, uh, let me real quick go back uh, to Judkins real quick and finish one thing on him. Uh, Bucknuts members often talk about uh, they want to see guys at Ohio State that want to be at Ohio State. And I can tell you, without a doubt, Judkins wants to be at Ohio State. Uh, on Sunday night after he made his official visit to Ohio State, I talked to him briefly. And then last night as well, I talked to him and he is super excited about being a Buckeye. So make no mistake, he's looking very much forward to wearing the scarlet and gray and playing for Ohio State. So uh, those that are concerned about guys being wanting to be here, he doesn't uh, uh, he's not going to make you upset at all for sure. There are people um, on the chat here kind of comparing him and asking about Demonte Trainum. Demonte Trainum's a nice player. Go watch some of Quinshawn Judkins' tape. You're talking about a different breed of cat here. There aren't vision issues. There aren't like, come on, man. This is. I have to go look because I don't want to say this out of turn, but there are going to be people that think Ohio State has the top two running backs in the entire United States. That's unheard of. Um, Sean Duffy asks, is he like Trey Sermon? Trey Sermon was bigger. Um, but, uh, I don't know, man, very impressive. And I, no coincidence, the timing on uh, the announcement too, it was very nice to, uh, get it when, 
you know, blue tears, etc. So okay. other things to discuss, Bill. Let's talk about uh, Seth McLaughlin. We have not touched on that. You had that over the weekend. Um, if you want to just finish up how that went off and um, even if your comments on Will Howard, if you haven't thrown those in yet. Yeah, that's kind of back to the original question you asked, Dan, about the offensive line and what's still to be done. Um, first of all, I, if they had to go into the season right now with what they have, while I would like it to be better, I'm not as worried about it as maybe some are because, um, you know, you look at how that offensive line progressed this season and it did make some progress. And if you've got all those guys back, plus Seth McLaughlin, who, as I said, I like a lot. Yep. That's not all that bad now to me in my mind, but I do think it, it can be and it quite possibly will be better. You know, I think you've got, you've got McLaughlin now, and I think he will play center. He said he is willing to play anywhere on that offensive line you want. And, and as one person that uh, knows Seth well told me, the kid is mean as hell on the field. <laughs> and that's the kind of guys you want. And he's been a almost a two-year starter for Alabama. Can they fix um, the snapping issues that he had? Well, all I can tell you is that Justin Fry laid out a plan for him, drills and everything else. And Seth told me he is super confident that he will get back to where he was two years ago when he didn't really have those issues. So I think he he can be the center. Uh, could um, the the, um, the center Carson, from this year, Carson Hinsman, Carson Hinsman play guard? Absolutely, he could. When he came to Ohio State, he didn't know for sure if he was going to play center or guard. That was not not predetermined as absolute. He would play center. Could he play guard? Yes. Uh, Donovan Jackson, I think, is going to come back. That's big. Their two tackles are back. But I still would like to see him. You asked me, Dan, about uh, uh, other guys. They have reached out. Uh, Derek Harmon, he ended up committing to Texas A&M, but he made an official visit to Ohio State. Uh, he was a possible tackle or guard. Um, didn't get him, but the portal is far from closed. We're going to see a lot of uh, additions in the next couple of days from the teams that played last night, I have a feeling. Um, and we're going to continue to see additions from those other teams. And then you've got the whole spring transfer portal uh, period. So there's going to be a lot of names that are out there or will be out there and all. And Ohio State is not done looking into that portal. I can easily see them getting an offensive tackle. Mark. Luke Montgomery should be an interesting guy to discuss here. I've seen him discussed literally at every offensive line position except center. Um, and I do think, and I'm not speaking out of turn here, that there's a general vibe that people would like to see the addition of a right tackle or at least a tackle that would force himself into the lineup. There's some people who think Luke Montgomery could be the right tackle. You kick Josh Fire inside to guard. There are some people who think Luke Montgomery should be the right guard. What is your vibe on Montgomery if you were working it out in an ideal fashion? Uh, Montgomery's good enough to play either one of those spots. Um, if I had my pick, I'd do the Paris Johnson thing with, hey, you introduce him at guard for early year, then you kick him out the tackle when the tackle jobs open up. Uh, if, you, if you feel you want to just throw him into the fire or tackle right now. He could probably handle it, but that's going to be a big ask. And, you, you know, you want to get spring ball to kind of gauge, is he ready for that premier 
deal with the top pass rusher on every defense position. Uh, but Luke Montgomery's the lead guy in the house right now for that job. Um, I think that the portal provides another offensive lineman that's better than what we have. You'll see Ohio State jump. But I just came from that convention down there, and I talked to a lot of coaches, and the portal was something I think I talked about with all of them. There's not a lot of great stuff in the portal for these top-end teams. And, and Dan's touched on this a few times. Like, that portal isn't a bunch of Ohio State caliber or Alabama caliber or Georgia caliber players. There's kids from Big those three. programs. Yeah, there's kids from those programs in there, but starters, difference makers, the type of player that you need to plug and play, yeah, there, there's not that type of player. There might be younger guys that might develop, but we already have those guys on our current roster, younger guys that are there to develop. Um, so it's going to be tough, but if after spring ball, someone's not happy, and I was flat out told that, I don't know if Ohio State will do it, but they're going to put out feelers to good offensive linemen that aren't in the portal. You right. know, like, hey, uh, what are you getting? What are you making over there? <laughs> you know, we, we know a place you can make more if you jump in that portal. Um, so if if the desire is there, and that's why there's another portal opening after spring ball, you go into spring ball and you don't like what you see, those feelers will be out and, you know, they'll bring someone else in. So I think that's how they play it right now. Also with Montgomery, I, I saw him play in Luke Montgomery, that is. I saw him play in high school numerous times, and, and Mark did too, for that matter. And I saw him play both guard and tackle and excel at both positions. So absolutely, he can play both. And I agree, you know, it's the, 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 tra the uh, transition from guard, from a starting guard to tackle like Paris Johnson, I agree with Mark, that that could be very, very much in the making. Here's another it's hope it's tough to do that and sell that because kids now want to, you know, get to their natural position right away. And maybe like the uh, tailback that doesn't want to be labeled a fullback, you have a tackle that doesn't want to be labeled a guard, which, you know, sometimes that guard, it's smart to go in there and ease yourself in where you got a couple of buddies on each side of you to help out every now and then. Uh, that left tackle, you know, you have a rough week or two, and we know what that's like at a place like Ohio State or Alabama. I mean, the – Simply the reason we're getting their centers because he had a rough game or two. No other reason. Alabama didn't want to lose him. It's not like he's a bad player. He's a top of the, I mean, our gain. I mean, that is just unbelievable that a player that good could pop out of the portal because yeah. of the fan base and the stuff that went on during one game. Yeah, if you look at where Ohio State adds their players from, this is kind of goes back to our Davis and Igbenosin model. You can't take guys who can't get on the field. It's hard to get on the field at Ohio State. When you've got guys leaving Ohio State who are so heavily recruited because they can't get on the field, the idea that you go to a lesser program and get a guy who's just going to step in, who, by the way, wants to leave, that's what makes Judkins so – the Quinchon, Quinchon Judkins addition so impressive is he had another year back as the main guy at a thing in the – he was, had a proven spot. So to get him is just an absolute score. Speaking of another score, this is going to be fun. I have another ad to read. It's Bill's favorite, Manscaped. Bill, if you get if you if you're gonna blush, you may want to turn for this one. They've amped, they've amped their copy. Cheers to the new year from our friends at Manscaped because your resolutions shouldn't be the only things that are well kept. 2024 is time for new heights, new opportunities, and a new look for your Times Square balls. Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to look good, feel good. And turn the page on confidence this year. 
Whether you're looking to maintain a trim or go for that clean shaven look, this trimmer has you covered. Trusted by over 10 million men worldwide, now is your time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use Bucknuts20 for, hold on a sec here, i got to put this up. There we go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Go to manscaped.com and use Bucknuts for 20% off and free shipping. Happy New Year. Happy New Balls. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Bucknuts at manscaped.com. Let's face it, resolutions might come and go, but a well-groomed you is here to say, is here to stay, thanks to Manscaped. Manscaped.com, Bucknuts code, get 20% off, and there you have it. Let's talk good news. Ohio State is not only adding talent through the transfer portal. They are still doing this thing I like to call recruiting and doing it very, very well. We've kind of turned the page here, and by kind of, I mean we have, to 2025. Um, boy, is that class coming together nicely. Uh, you could make an argument they have the top quarterback in the class, and you could definitely make an argument they have the best defensive back in the class. Bill, uh, I talked, at least through here, to Dietrich and Daniel Sanchez yesterday and mentioned that after one of our shows, when they had been you know, a great addition to the show, when we went off the air, we discussed that if they don't come to Ohio State, we are getting trolled in that colossal way. But there was no banana in the tailpipe. Devin Sanchez is a Buckeye Bill. Talk about that process and kind of the idea of building your secondary out with that as a start, getting the number one player out of Texas. There's just almost too much good with it. Yeah. um, My first in-person experience with the Sanchez's was at Ohio State's camp in June and uh, DeSant has made it very clear to me that they were serious from that day on about Ohio State and the development that their son could get if he went to Ohio State and, and, and so on. And she, she didn't lie <laughs> all the way through. You know, it was Ohio State until he made his announcement on Saturday and uh, absolutely huge. I mean, he is an impact defensive guy. Uh, uh, you know, he's a he's a future NFL star, in my opinion. He's a prototype. Um, reminds me a little bit of uh, Jeffrey Akuda, another Texan that uh, ended up being a star at Ohio State. Um, so that was huge. And, and you know, 
there, there certainly could be more good news on the way too. Devin Sanchez has become friends with Dorian Brew, who now is in Houston, the Houston area, I should say, the greater Houston area. And Dorian Brew told me last night, I had this story on Bucknuts, he's going to announce his decision January 24th on his mom's birthday. And I've crystal balled him to Ohio State, play corner or safety. And you talk about an incredible one-two punch if it happens, Sanchez and Brew, that would be an incredible one-two punch. Here's what I'm thinking. I think we need Mrs. Brew and Mrs. Sanchez to race for charity. Those are two track stars from their colleges. Um, we'll get a little UTEP Ohio State uh, race there, but the apple has not fallen far from the tree. Sanchez is literally the prototype. If you look at the modern, what they're looking for in the modern uh, defensive back, he hasn't even filled out completely yet, which they like. They like you be able to put a little meat on your body as you get older. It looks to me about six foot two, um, runs like the wind. And then you take into account he comes from arguably one of the top five programs in Texas. So he'll be battle tested. Mark, you make a living looking at prospects. What's it like to look at a guy like Devin Sanchez on film? There are NFL teams that would love to have Aaron Scott, Bryce West, and Sanchez as their three corners. And the reason those three corners were never played for one NFL team is because they don't have three first-round draft picks to get all three of them. Uh, and if you threw in Dorian Brew for the dime package, I mean, I mean, if you're an NFL team, I'd take those four right now and say, uh, you know, you can take a couple picks away from me. I just want to see how those four turn out on the same team. I mean, that's those are four prototypical types with that length. And usually the prototypical thing comes in with length. Uh, the 5'9", five, 5'10", five, corners aren't prototypical, and there's hundreds of those guys. These 6'2", corners that can run like this and cover up the the jump ball guys and the red zone threat, that can move in and uh, cover up a tight end sometimes when need be if they're in that nickel-dime thing. Uh, these guys have value for days. And you know what? They're men against the run. I mean, they're their safeties, their safety bodies, borderline linebacker bodies. So run support is is not an issue. It's you know actually a forceful type uh, approach they have out there. It's some of it's just luck. I, I hate to say this, but in terms of the body types and the kids being from Ohio and being, I said this about uh, yesterday when we we're talking about putting together, you know, the idea of putting together Emeka Buka and Jeremiah Smith and uh, Judkins and stuff. The defensive backs, it's like you're playing a video game. And you're going and picking, all right, I want a 6-2 corner here. I want a 6-2 corner here. I want 6-1 and lateral quicks in the slot. I want – it's incredible. Um, Bill, can you flesh out the possibilities here? So they could be building an epic, epic defensive back class for 25 on the heels of getting um, the aforementioned Scott and West. Um, who else could be in the mix? Uh Mrs. Sanchez brought up a couple more names on here. Brew, Delane, McNutt. Bring us top to bottom what you think. If everything works out and uh, Coach Walton is looking to get that raise, how would it work out? Well, um, one thing that was interesting, when I talked to Dorian Brew last night, um, and we talked about he's he's friends with uh, Devin Sanchez. Um, and I talked – I. I they already have a commitment from one corner who is a very good corner, Blake Woodby. We don't want to forget him. He's already committed. 
He is one of the top 10. He, he's a top yeah, he's a top 10 corner in the country as well. So I, I asked uh, Dorian, um, you know, Devin Sanchez is already committed. Uh, Blake would be, you know, you think of yourself a little more as a corner, but you can play safety. Is there any uh, angst whatsoever about uh, all this coming together? He said, no. He said, uh, if I go to Ohio State, they've got packages where we're going to all be on the field if I go to Ohio State. Uh, so that's not an issue whatsoever. And, in fact, interestingly enough, um, Dorian Brew talked with uh, Tim Walton yesterday before the national championship game earlier in the day, and he told me that they were going to talk again at halftime of that game last night. That's a good thing, no doubt. Um, then you have, as you mentioned, Dan, and as D. Sanchez mentioned, Fahim Delane is, um, in my opinion, is the number one safety in the country. And he has told me that Ohio State is one of his top two schools. He didn't say who the other one was at that point. And maybe he didn't have one in specifically in mind, just the fact that he knows who at that point the Ohio State is one of his top two schools. And then you've got Richard McNutt, who I, or I should say Trey McNutt, son of Richard McNutt, who I absolutely love. Mark has seen him in person. I've seen him in person and he is big time as well. So as you mentioned, Dan, this could be a class for the ages right on top of getting West, Miles Lockhart, and Aaron Scott. And by the way, a couple of those guys, uh, several of them are safeties too. McNutt can play safety. I mentioned Brew can. Fahim Delane is a great safety. So you got safeties and corners at an absolutely elite level if this all comes through. Mark, we probably haven't given McNutt enough juice here because of the, all the national names and, you know, he's a legacy. We are not in any way taking him for granted. Could you please bring us up to speed on what you think of him as a prospect? Yeah, and some of the juice he's missing is he was banged up for a few games this year. The week I saw Shaker, I missed him, so we didn't do one of those glorious films on him. Bill actually got to get some great tape on him where he had a one-handed catch a receiver going down the middle of the field. I mean, he does it on both sides of the ball. If you needed a receiver prospect, I mean, I know people are mentioning him at corner, safety. Uh, I see him as a safety, but the way they use the safety, he might be that nickel guy that's rolling up into the slot because he has the you know run playing ability and the pass coverage ability, has the size. He plays with a little juice. His hair's on fire. It means he's playing a little faster than you would think. Um, he's got a lot of great qualities, and sometimes, yeah, we do this every year. We maybe hype up some guys or fall in love with them, and then we don't necessarily give the love to the other prospects. Uh, so that's fine. That That's just the way it is. But Trey's no indication of that being uh, a knock on his ability. Let's talk about uh, some other good news in the class of 25, Bill. As we mentioned, positions Ohio State is adept at acquiring. We always get the answer. What about the linemen? What about the guys who can get to the quarterback and block? Well, enter Zaire Mathis, six foot six defensive end, class of 2025 from Imhotep Charter in Philly. If you go look at that school, it has a tremendous tradition of producing high quality football players out of that area. This young man is six foot six. He has all the offers you want. When I go look for a guy now, this is what I do. First thing I check. Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia. If you have offers from all three, you're a pro. Okay, so I'm, I'm into it. For example, 
Quinchon Judkins had offers from everybody but those three. So when he went back into the portal, it was a little more understandable that he was trying to maybe move up a level. Not so for Zaire Mathis. Even better, crystal balls have rolled in from all over the country, Bill. Steve Wolfong, Tom Loy, and yourself. Um, this is a guy you saw at camp. Um, top, depending on what you look at, top five to seven defensive end in the country. What are we getting if the crystal ball rolls true? I also should mention Brian Doan, our East Coast guy. He was actually uh, the very first guy to crystal ball um, Zaire to Ohio State. Uh, Brian does a great job on the East Coast for 247 Sports. So, um, uh, But Mathis has a final five, and this isn't too shabby, Ohio State, Texas, Florida State, to my recollection, that's three, was three of the top five or six schools in the, the rankings the last I looked. And then his other two, not too bad either, Tennessee and South Carolina. That's his final five. And he is going to announce his decision tomorrow. So we're not going to be waiting a long time to get that decision. He has uh, his announcement coming for tomorrow. And if all goes as I think um, the crystal ball has predicted he's going to announce for Ohio State. But we'll see, but that's tomorrow. And as you mentioned, and I did speak, I spoke with um, Zaire many times, including uh, at the Ohio State camp this summer. Mark was there as well. He saw him. Um, you know, he, he's been highly interested in Ohio State ever since that camp. And he uh, has been back to Ohio State. And uh, he, he is a big proponent of Larry Johnson. All right. Let's this one right here he kind of looks like uh elias um, uh, rudolph and the high tower from last year maybe a little longer uh but that's when i watch the film it's that same type of player that same type of jets in your shoes pass runs are off the edge maybe not ready to anchor down against the run because of that long tall skinny body but we know what that body looks like when it's done developing and that's elite pass rusher stuff kind of looks reminds me of marquise lightfoot bill um, kind of the edge guy who hasn't really fully developed yet physically. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, Lightfoot put on a show at the uh, All-Star game over the weekend, that edge. Whew. Talk about a guy who can get around the edge, man. He's got to gain some weight, but good gracious. Um, will Ohio State offer Brandon Jacobs' son, the starting left tackle for Buford? This is why I ask. Brandon Jacobs was the uh, running back for the Giants back in the day. One of the meanest SOBs I've ever seen play football. I'm serious. That was a guy you did not want to be on the field with. I don't care who you were. Secondly. Didn't, didn't he break Sean Taylor at one point? Didn't Wasn't his most famous run where Sean Taylor actually was on the other end of it for the first time in his life, maybe? <laughs> he did uh, bring it. I mean, Jacobs was probably 250 pounds of just he anger. Was Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry. Yeah, maybe not as athletic, but a lot angrier. Um, His son plays at Buford. And the reason I bring this up, Buford, if there's a better high school football team in the country of producing talent, I don't know it. By the way, Seth McLaughlin, also from Buford. Do you think that's become the new pipeline for Ohio State, Bill? Well, I think I can say that – I think Ohio State will offer Braden Jacobs because they already have. Right. So, um, he's got he's got quite the list of uh, offers. He's a 6'7", 310-pound, 2025 tackle out of, uh, out of, as you said, Buford. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, he's got Ohio State, Clemson, Florida, uh, Florida State, uh, Georgia, of course, um, you know, LSU, Miami, you know, go on and on. He's got them all. Now, the question is not will he get an offer, but where will he end up? That's the question, and we'll have to wait and see. You know, you would say, oh, well, a Georgia kid that uh, has been offered by Georgia, he's probably going to Georgia. No, not necessarily so fast, my friend. Uh, Edric Houston comes to mind right away. Another Buford, fine Buford player. Go look at Georgia's top 20. First of all, it looks like a who's who of high school football. Secondly, they don't all go to Georgia. It's definitely the reason Georgia has ascended to where they are now because um, – they just have more talented players in their state than anybody else. But what's Mello, let's see. Mellow seven. I just saw Jan, Brandon Jacobs at the Milton Grayson playoff game, and he's huge. I'm 6'4 and 240, and he makes me feel small. So I'm not going to give you my characteristics because I don't even think I qualify as a human next to those dudes. All right, Bill. Finish with this. Perry Eliano, the safeties coach, relieved of his duties. Why? And do you expect others to follow uh, – out the door well first of all I, I, uh, Perry Eliano is a good football coach and a great guy a family man and uh, I have tremendous respect for coach Eliano as you mentioned um, it was announced yesterday that he uh, will not be back next season um, I think you ask you know why I think I liked personally the development of the safeties overall this year I thought ransom played played well this year. And I know Proctor did. So I, I think they did. I think though that um, what Ryan Day is probably going to be looking for is uh, an uptick in safety recruiting, I think. But again, I, I speak very highly of Perry Eliano, just uh, both as a coach and as a person, One of, uh, just a really fine man, to be honest. Um, but we'll see what happens from here with who Ohio State ends up hiring. He'll land on his feet. Um built some great connections and um, should be in good shape. All right. Good show for you guys. 35 minutes. We will keep it locked in here. If you are all over the portal, you know, Bill's the one to follow. Mark has a tremendous review of a lot of guys from Ohio coming later today. That's going to be our longest video in some time. Definitely something we want to sink your teeth into and we'll dive into in more detail on Thursday. Frank Carone's having a good bar pie from Kramer's. I'd love to hear it. Have a good one. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 